0: RadioInfluence.com. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Live Bold and Boss Up. Today, we not only chat with Jason Floyd, the COO of Radio Influence. But we are literally here in the podcast room, in his podcast room in downtown St. Pete. Right. It may look a little different. It may look a little different to you. Our video is switched up. Watch out. He has actually previously worked at Clear Channel, which is pr- is now iHeartRadio. And also he works at, with the NFL team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all within broadcasting and radio. So he knows his stuff. He and Jerry, they they help us tremendously with putting out our very own podcast. So we thought it would be amazing to share with you our secret treasure. And um, you know, they put out podcasts of all different kinds. So they have a podcast, I think, for every type of listener. They have it for business, they have it for entertainment, health, news, politics,
1: social, and culture, and of course, sports. Right. And I think it's great because we talk about um, why or why not you may want to start a podcast, or if you're thinking if you're thinking about it, what's important to know. Um, so he goes over all that. So yeah. super helpful and super fun. Well, listen, do you know when we
0: start our podcast? I don't know if anyone's heard this, but in the beginning you hear radioinfluence.com and then you start to hear our Live Bold and Boss Up jingle. And I think that's really important to note because we are here today with Jason Floyd, who is the COO of Radio Influence, and he is a blessing to us. He edits and pushes out our podcast to all the major platforms We are actually in one of his studios right now, which is why we sound fantastic. (laughs) So crisp and clear. And I've noticed that the microphones turn off a little bit when I'm done talking and then someone else is talking. I've noticed that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it picks up and then it closes. So you don't hear like the breathing after. Oh, it's beautiful.
2: I love it. Yeah, that's that's a compression. And so basically, so what you you know, for people who are not in audio, it's that, you know, if I'm talking, my voice doesn't go into your microphone, things along those lines. And if you don't have that, then you get that bleeding over, which you can do, a you can eliminate a lot of that post-production, but it's just easier if you have it set up when you're doing the live recording that you don't have to, uh yeah, I, I, will, I remember the story where my boss over to the Bucks, Jeff Ryan, says... Hey, I need, um, I know somebody who wants to do a podcast. And that's kind of how it all started.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, without you and Jerry and Radio Influence, Live Bold and Boss Up would not be what we are today. Um, You guys help us with everything from editing, like Ash said, and just, you know, entering the podcast world with having no idea what to do. You and Jerry have been so helpful. And, It's been great the past two years working with you. So thank you. And thank you for being on the podcast. Um, So we wanted to, since you are an expert in the podcast and radio world, um, which you have a very impressive background, um, get your thoughts on why a business or any entity would want to create a podcast and what are the benefits of it?
2: The simple way I I put it to people is it's you're controlling your message whatever your business is, we all have our brand. What is our brand? You know, like for me, basically because I'm involved in multiple businesses, it's like, okay, how can we control the narrative? You know, like if you think about, you know, you think any type of public relations person, they're like, how do I control the narrative? No matter what their business is, maybe, maybe they're, you know, they work for a fortune 500 company. Maybe they, they work for a sports team. They're trying to control the narrative. And, and that's like, you know, say you, let's just say you have, uh, let's say you're, you're a restaurant just cause I'm in the restaurant business is you have the ability of how do we present our product in the way we want to present the product. And, and that to me is always the thing with a business when they come to us and say, hey, okay, we're considering doing a podcasting. I just say that you have to consider it part of your marketing of, of how you're presenting your product, no matter what the product is and how do you get it in front of eyeballs. And, and obviously podcasting has changed a lot over the couple of years. I think you you guys have seen in, in two years, you've been doing it. When, when you guys stepped in, Video was kind of out there in terms of doing podcasting, but go find me a podcast that really doesn't do video. It's just, and it's not easy to do video. I've done video for a long time and you got to get used to a camera being in front of your face or not even realizing the cameras in front of your face. You know, like when I'm in my home studio, I've got a camera, a foot in front of me, two feet in front of me. It's to the point now I don't even realize it's there. But it's also like, you know, where we're at in the marketing world today is like TikTok has become so huge. IG Reels, so huge. And so that's why I tell these businesses of you can do things to get in front of your your customer that you're looking for.
1: So podcasting isn't just about audio. It's about video. It's about all the social media and other platforms that are out there as well.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. It's... It's about utilizing all the platforms that are out there. Unfortunately, in today's world, we're a pay-for-play market. When you think about it, you know, anyone listening knows if you put something on Facebook or you put something on Instagram, TikTok, if you're not putting money behind it and you don't have a big following, you're just not going to get the the traction you want. I mean, we all battle with that. And then it becomes of, okay, well, how much money do I spend behind, you know, posting this video? And, you know, kind of and and sitting there saying, okay, what is my return on investment of that video? And and I think we all battle with that in in business every day of sitting there going, okay, if I've got a message I want to get across, what's the what's the dollar I want to put on that in terms of, say, I'm going to do whether it's, you know, a a Facebook boost, Instagram boost. You know, something on TikTok, something on Google. And, uh, you know, fortunately for me being in around the people that I'm around, I get to talk to people who are way smarter than me. Like, like the big thing for me is I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I want to be able to learn something from somebody because I think we've all been in that room where you're like, man, this person thinks they're the smartest person in the room. And it's like, we can all learn from each other. And, And that's why I try to put myself in those environments. Like, okay, how can I learn more about Google SEO? How can I learn about how do I get people that, you know, are looking to listen to liberal and Boss Up podcasts? H- how do I get to that person? And that's why I put myself in those rooms and just try to educate myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do you, like if some, what should be, is there a sole purpose of a podcast? Is it to monetize it and make money or is it to market your business or is there one purpose or is there lots of different? It
2: depends on what you're trying to get out of it. You know, there are some people that it is all about monetization of it, and I tell people like it's a long build. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people have this this thought of I'm going to start a podcast and fifty thousand people are listening to me.
0: Right.
2: I, I'm. I don't want to bust anybody's ego. Reality is that's not going to happen.
0: Well, right. and also I don't think it's a good idea to do anything just with the monetization passion behind it. I think you need to have other passions on why you're doing it.
2: Oh, totally. You know, it, it's, this is a genre that if you don't love doing this, it's going to get old real quick to where you're just going to, you're going to get burnt out on doing it. And, and I've seen it happen with people and you, it has to be a passion where you love doing it. And the people who download and listen to your show, whether it's on an audio platform or a video platform, they're going to see that. You know, there was an incident that happened recently where there was a comment that a listener had and they were basically telling the host, I can tell you're not having a good time on this episode. Ouch. Yeah, it it, it happens. And, And I tell people all the time, like, you know, we're all trying to put our best product forward. You know, that's why I tell people, like, if you're recording and you know what, you don't like the way it sounds, just start over. I, and I've been, I've been in a radio since 2002, do it all the time. You know, there, there's plenty of times I'll sit at home, I'll be recording a show and I may be five minutes into it. I'm like, God, this sucks.
0: <laughs> that has happened to us plenty of times where we'll record a whole episode and we're like, no, that wasn't, it wasn't it. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it just I, didn't feel right.
2: I had an episode about, uh, so I do two episodes a week. One episode is by myself where I, I, you know, I have a couple interviews and then the other one is I have a co-host, but the one by myself, it was about two weeks ago, recorded the episode, went away from the computer for a while, do some other things. And I was doing something around the house and I go, that sucked. And I literally redid the whole (laughs) show. I mean, I literally had probably, I recorded probably 30 minutes of audio and I was just like, it's just not good. And,
0: Okay, what was it about that that sucked? Was it, the, was it the topic or was it your discussion around the topic?
2: Delivering the message. You know, because I think we, you know, and I think you guys can relate to this is you go, okay, I'm recording today or tomorrow. And you have all these thoughts of how you want to present what you're talking about. And it sounds so great in your head. Then you get in front of the microphone and you're like, oh, crap that did not come out the way I wanted to. And it's just, it's one of these things of it's repetition. It takes time to kind of get used to it. Um, but I just, I always say is like, you got to practice what you preach. You know, you you don't want to be that person that's say, say as I do, not as I do. You know, I think we've all kind of been around those people where Wait, do as I, do I say, say <laughs> not as I do. Um, I think we've all been around those people where you're just like, okay, but you're not preaching what you're saying. Right. And so that's, that's what it is for me is sitting there going, okay, I got to put out the best product possible, you know, because you never know, there may be someone new listening to you that's never listened to you before. And so it's like an audition every time you do a show.
1: Right. Which is why it's always important to do research beforehand, come prepared. And especially if you have a guest on, you don't want to ask them to re-record, um, you know. no, no. <laughs> You know, that's why you always want to put your best foot
2: forward. It, the biggest issue with guests these days, and, and usually because I deal with a lot of PR people, I'll say, hey, can we make sure that they're on Wi-Fi? You know, because we live in a Zoom world. We all, we all use Zoom. And it's like, okay, let's make sure that they're not in their car. And now we're dealing with a, a cell phone signal. And, and, and especially when we're talking about video is it, you know we're we're all looking for high quality video that someone's going you know no one wants to watch a video on YouTube and the the product is crap
1: right yeah and then we've had that happen a couple times where the audio sounds bad or it breaks up or then we're like can you repeat what you said it was breaking up oh, or oh so embarrassing yes. yeah make sure they have a good mic or like sound
0: mm-hmm.
1: speaker on them right. too right well, that
0: this is like a perfect, you know, intro into one of the questions that we wanted to ask you is, you know, how how is it important or what is it, what's the importance of recording in like a studio like this? Um, what what do you recommend for someone starting and doing a podcast, right? And they could come in. Can they come in here and mm-hmm. like rent the podcast oh, yeah. room?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. I will gladly let you <laughs> rent the podcast room. Uh, literally I literally have someone come in right after we we do this one. Um, it, the thing is audio quality has to be the number one priority. Like, And I tell people is think about when you're driving around town. And you're listening to whatever it is, you know, whether it's, you know, a podcast or maybe it's on, you know, Spotify or it's, you know, Sirius XM, or maybe it's terrestrial radio. If the sound quality is not good, are you going to keep listening? No. And, and that's why I tell people like, and that's, you know, but there's a lot of ways that you can. And when people ask me, they'll say, Hey, what, what can I do equipment wise? And I'll say, what's your budget? Because, I mean, if you tell me you got a $5,000 budget, I can give you a dope setup. But if you tell me I've got $200, okay, I can can make something work. And because it is, there's so many things that have been created. Like I tell people, like, if you're just sitting at home, you can go get a Blue Yeti microphone for $150. And that's going to give you high-level sound. Like uh, just a, a, we actually on Sunday or Saturday after the game, we're doing this new post-game video with Gene and Dave. The microphone we're using is a Blue Yeti. Really? Yeah.
0: I love Gene. How's he doing? Good, man. Good. I, He's, I love his voice. Like whenever we're at an event and you go up and you say hi to Gene, it <laughs> sounds like you're listening to <laughs> like a Bucks game day. He's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" <laughs> Just it's exactly like that. I love it so much. It's so nostalgic.
2: Yeah. And you can't. I don't care what town we're in. You, if you are with Gene, he is going to get stopped about twenty times. Wow. Um, the best story I have with Gene is so. This is probably fifteen years ago. We're in New Orleans for a game, and we go to Dragos, which is a popular restaurant there in New Orleans. And we're down to dinner, and he goes jason you got to get the charboard oysters now i remember growing up seeing my parents eat oysters but they would eat the raw oysters so i was like uh, eh, i don't know and he goes jason you gotta try it you gotta try it um meanwhile i'll say we ordered about three trays of them after the first one came so and, and every time we go every time we go to new orleans we'll be in new orleans in a couple of weeks we go to one or two places We either go to drago's or royal house and charboard oysters is pretty much all we get
1: you're making me hungry now no it sounds so good um, but, yeah, I remember whenever we first started out, all we had was our my laptop, and I think we ran into a lot of sound issues, and that's whenever you and Jerry were, like, advising us on, you know, what equipment to get. And so we got some equipment, got some mics, but then even now, I mean, we reach out to you because, you know, something's not right on the the condenser.
2: Yeah, you know. it's like I've told you, like, there are mistakes we all make, I still make to this point, you know, where, you know, if you're recording into a computer and you realize that you're recording your internal microphone and, and you're not recording, you know, your mixer audio or, you know, but there, there's so many things now, like, you know, I get such all at the Rodecaster Pro. I mean, it, it's an expensive unit for, you know, if, if someone doesn't, you know, have that kind of money, I mean, it's a $600 unit, but it's an all in one unit and I think the big thing about it is you can record right on the unit, which, which makes it so easy. Um, but, but I think what a, a lot of people that will come to us is they just don't, they don't have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, and the big part of what we do is it's just not about, Hey, we can get your show out on all the platforms and all those lines. It's about is, okay, we can do the production, you know, myself and, and my business partner, Jerry, we, we met when we were both at clear channel, which is now high Heart media. And I mean, we worked, we worked together um, for all 10 years that I was at iHeart. We literally, we both left at pretty much the same time. Um, and everyone thought I was going with him over. And I was like, no, no. I literally got confronted in the parking lot Real. by my boss. He goes, you're going across the street. I go, no, I'm not. I go, I'm not. It's funny. Well, um, what was I going to say?
1: You're going to have to edit this part out. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, being here in your studio is, I mean, Ash and I are going to get spoiled. We were saying earlier, um, because normally we're like, you know, trying to control everything and, um, you know, have to make sure we have everything right. And I'm like, what do you mean? I don't need my laptop out. You're going to do it. So no, this is great.
2: Yeah. It's, and for me, like I was an audio guy that I had to learn video. And that was like one of the things like, as I, I go, as I think about like, even before I started radio influence and and I was doing some other things, I wish like back in 2012 that I would have like taken some video classes or, or something along those lines. You know, I mean, I've learned as I go, I mean, you know, I, I work for another company for, for daily fantasy sports that I've learned a lot about like how you, you know, do things, how you record things. And, and that to me is the biggest thing. and, you know, now I'm, I'm kind of at that point where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put a big thing on TikTok and and Instagram Reels because it's just, it's the way to attract new people to our product that normally wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think that you have to be on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and all of them in order to be successful? At the podcast? Yeah. The podcast piece. Not
2: in life.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's not the smartest idea to not be on all of them. Like, I can understand why you may say, I don't want to be on those platforms. And, and I think the one that people are probably the most kind of, they're not sure if they want to be on is TikTok. Um, TikTok's terms of service are not user-friendly. I mean, there's videos out there. People have talked about what's in it. So, but like if you, like, If you think about when you're scrolling down Instagram, Instagram is what TikTok is now. I mean, how many times do you actually see a photo? Yeah, I normally am looking (laughs) at the videos and the reels and the stories. Or how many people you actually follow come up on your timeline. Right. It's a lot of people you don't follow. And so like that's what I've heard people complain the most about Instagram is if I'm going on there and I have Instagram because I want to see what my friends and family are doing, the reality is you don't see it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: You know, honestly, probably the last video, uh, last picture I saw was of you uh, from uh, the other day.
0: Oh, yeah? Which
2: one? (laughs) The birthday. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was surprised for sure. That was 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 great. great. So can you help people with video too?
2: Yes. I, I will say is my video abilities have a limit. And I'm, I'm upfront with people about that. Like there, there there's certain things. And, you know, I look at, as I get into bigger projects, I'll probably just bring in a video company to handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's, I'm just learning every day of, okay, you know, and a lot of it is I'll see things on YouTube and I go, how'd they do that? Right. You know, I, I have a producer that I work with that he's very good on video. So I'll reach out to him and I'll say, Hey, how, how did you do this? Or how did they do that? And, and then go, okay, how much is it going to cost me to be able to do all that? You know, because the thing where it really gets you is, you know, you get these high end video cameras. I mean, they're, they're not cheap, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you want to shoot in 4k. I mean, but that, that's where, that's where industry's heading. I mean, you got to, you have to have some type of video component, even if, even if it's just, okay, we're going to record everything on video but we're going to cut up clips to put on social media right. because ultimately, you know, I think the the thing that we all have the hard time of is how do we convert that person on Instagram to go to our bio, click that link that probably goes to another page that then probably has all the links for where they can watch the podcast. Like to me, that's, that's the thing we have is, um, you know, DJ Ekin does some stuff with me and me and him have this conversation all the time is how do we get someone to click two or three links to get to our show? Or are we just in a society that we're a feed society that people are just going to take in what they do based on an Instagram, a Facebook, you know, a Twitter, things along those lines. Right. No,
1: that's interesting.
0: Well, and too, I'm like, I'm hearing you chat about you know, posting stuff on like TikTok or, you know, YouTube, right? And my kids love watching everyone else's videos on YouTube, which is kind of annoying. I know some parents have their own thoughts about that. And I hear them say, oh, when was this video? Oh, this was yesterday. And you can see when this person created this video and that's important to them too, which I thought was interesting.
2: I I remember my... One of my nephews who's now 19. when he, It had to be when he was like eight, nine years old. And he's watching someone play a video game on YouTube. And my head going, why the hell would somebody do that? Now look at Twitch. Mm-hmm. And, and how many people are making money? You know, it, it's like I think about when I was in school, you know, th- that thought was like, well, why do you play video games? You can't make that a career. And now, now look can. at people who they've made it a career, you know, whether it's playing it or creating games. I mean, there's a school in Orlando that is a legit university that is all about video games. And it's, but I think it's also like, like in this industry, the digital media industry is we're all evolving Mm -hmm. and it's like, well, what's that? What's that? We all want to be on it. What's that next platform that's going to take off that we need to be on. And there's just so many of them.
0: So, you help out so many different podcasts. You must have met really cool people, whether they're famous or not. Share with us someone that you've met that's really cool, famous or not famous.
1: It doesn't need to be just through the podcast, but in your radio career.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, there, there's so many people. Um, I think when I worked in terrestrial radio, being here in Tampa, how many professional wrestlers just walk through the building? You know, and a lot of them that were not even famous, like everyone knows who the Bella twins are back in 2005, 2006, they were coming out to gigs for FLZ and no one knew who they were. They were just, you know, normal people. You know, I I think that's the biggest thing. Like when you're around celebrities is people get this aura of them and it's just like, they're just regular people. You know, like I, I, you know, I sit there and, you know, you know, I've been traveling with the Buccaneers for 18 years 19 years it's always interesting to me to see how fans react and for me I'm just like well that's just John right you know Um, but there you know there's you know a lot of times you you get I think you just the thing is for me like being around a lot of sports guys is just how down on earth they are and you know sometimes I feel bad for them because they just can't go out and have dinner on their own you know
0: I don't feel too bad for them
2: <laughs> <laughs> i I've seen situations where um I remember a situation where we had to get someone out of a room in a restaurant because fans was uh saying some choice words really oh yeah wow
1: yeah I guess if you're not I mean because you always have fans that are that love you and then I'm sure you have fans that don't love you too maybe when they're on another team or
2: yeah I mean like it, it's like I say this like in, in the podcasting radio world. Like not everyone who listens is going to love you. Right. And I think that's the hardest part to get past is like when you get that negative comment on social media and mm-hmm. you're just like, and it gets to us all, but there becomes a point where you're just like, whatever, you know,
1: cause you could have a hundred positive comments. We love you. And then that one <laughs> negative comment yeah. gets to you and eats at you. Well,
2: I mean, mm-hmm. think about it from a business perspective, you know, we, we're all, we're all looking for these five star Google reviews. Because what do people do when they might be using you as a business? Well, they're looking at Google reviews. And when you get that one star, two star, and the biggest thing for me with with those is did that person truly utilize my business or is it someone who wants to make our business look bad? You know, it it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's, I remember uh, we used to work with uh, Chef Brian Duffy when he did a podcast and he was in town and and we were out having dinner and he was talking about a particular uh, website out there that people go to for restaurant reviews. And he said, he goes, he goes, the biggest problem with that platform is, he goes, I don't know if you are truly in my building or you are 500 miles away. And and that's something that's always stuck with me is when when you get a negative review did that person truly utilize your services or not or is it someone who is a competitor of yours
1: That's a good perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And we we deal with a lot with that with just being in the staffing industry, people leave companies bad reviews, maybe they you know, had a bad day and something happened and then they, you know, automatically just fired off a one star or whatever, but that hurts now other people looking at their reviews, but it doesn't accurately reflect that company.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've seen situations where an ex-employee has said things about a employer um, and some employers will get very offensive and, and they will, you know, especially if they know it's not true. Right. Uh, you know, they, they might, uh, there might be a, a, a legal letter that magically gets sent to that person that <laughs> says, uh, get rid of that comment or else.
1: Right. Well, um, is there any other advice or information that you want to give to anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast or, you know, on the fence of whether or not they should do it or anything along those lines?
2: The two things I would say is, A, whatever type of niche that it's in go out and listen to those type of podcasts. And then B is how, how will you be different than those podcasts? You know, what is the reason someone's going to tune in to listen to you? Like if you're doing a show based on Tampa news or well, what other Tampa news sites are out there and what are they doing on podcasts and what can you bring that's different? That's going to make you unique where people want to tune into you.
1: That is great advice. I love that. I love that too. Be yourself,
0: right? You are unique. Yeah. And and of yourself, so.
2: And also I think is let people into your life as much as you want to let them in. You know, I I think we all have a barrier Mm -hmm. that we're going to put up. For me, like you do not hear me talk about my wife very much. And it's because of, I, I don't want any, any drawbacks to come to her because of what she does. And because my wife's not on social media at all. So I, I, you'll hear me mention her every once in a while. But I I, I think if you ask my core listener they go, what's Jason's wife's name? I don't think they know. <laughs> I think they just know Jason has a wife. That's it. <laughs> that's all they know. They just, you, but it, it's, but it's also like, how can you make yourself relatable to that person that's listening? You know, it, it, you can talk about, you know, something that happened in your everyday life. I mean, we, we all go through it, right. you know. And, and, but I, but also I just think it's, you know, it, it, it lets everyone relate to who you are as a person that you're just not this, okay, this is a podcast host I listen to. Right. You know, I think we, we all can relate to that.
1: I, I relate to what you just said because sometimes whenever I'm listening back to the podcast that we just recorded and I'm sending in the edits and I say, I make a mistake. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, I keep it there. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm. Like, I don't have to be perfect. I can say something and maybe stumble in my words or say something stupid. And people may relate to that because, you know, I'm not perfect and we we, make mistakes. Yeah, we did debate that like for a while on some of these
0: things. We're like, oh, I said this. What do you think? Should should we take it out? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I rarely take anything out. Really? I mean, the only time like there may be an edit is if, it's more of a, you know, you're, you're with my co-host, if there's a technical glitch and, hey, we got to kind of, you know, clean it up because he doesn't have, you know, the the uh, the speed of the internet that I have. Right. Um, you know, sometimes that that happens. But outside of that, like, you know, there, there's a rarity that I edit anything.
1: No, oh, I love that you said that. I'll have to keep that in mind yeah. <laughs> as I'm listening but, to it.
2: I, I mean, look, I... I I think if I truly sat there and edited my show, I would take out every time I say, um, um.
1: And I've done that. Jerry probably hates me for it.
2: (laughs) I I, I do it on shows, yeah. There's there's some shows that, you know, I mean, I mean, look, we're trying to, we want to make the listening experience the best for that. I always say is like, in my terrestrial radio days, we're talking to the masses. In podcasting, I'm talking to that one person that, Maybe they're in their car. Maybe they're at the gym or they're at home, you know, however they may listen to podcast, And I'm like, I'm talking to that one person. Right. You know, and, and and I think that one of the greatest things about this genre is when you get to meet those people and you put a face to actually who listens and sometimes you're surprised who listens. Yes.
0: Yes. Very much surprised.
2: Oh, yeah. There's times I've gotten text messages and for people that I'm very close with and had no clue they listened. Right. No clue. Yeah, no, I do love that. Like the random
1: person that I see at the baseball field, and they'll be like, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I'm like, you did? (laughs) You know, like there's people that actually listen? (laughs) Just kidding. But Jason, this has been awesome coming to your place and recording here. um, I think it just gives us, I mean, not not a whole new perspective because we've recorded like, early on I think our first episode we came to you. Yeah. It was in a different studio it was in Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. Um but no it's it's good to come to your to your home and record here and get a chance to talk to yeah. you and and I think that you have some valuable tips on what people can, you know think about whenever they're considering a podcast.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I think for people who are trying to start a podcast, I think for a lot of people, the easiest thing is to, you know, rent a studio, you know, whether it's me or, or somebody else, just because it gets you, you know, it it gets you kind of understanding what it takes to do a show. You know, I I think, you know, there's, there's just so many podcasts out there. I mean, literally anyone can start a podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's about of, okay, making sure you're putting out that high quality content that, you know, you know, you may not necessarily be able to do if you're, you know, in a home, you know, you're in your spare bedroom. Totally. Exactly.
1: No, thank you so much. This has been fun. And And um, we feel spoiled now.
0: (laughs) 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 And um, we're really looking forward to hearing this after experiencing the podcast room, but you have one here in downtown St. Pete, one in Tampa, yeah. right? So if whatever side of Tampa Bay you're on, you can come to Jason's podcast room and record. And um, I'm sure we'll put all the details in the show notes. <laughs> and until next time, live bold and boss up.
3: This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I wanted to share something with you guys today which I'm super excited about. So first of all, the only type of delivery service I've ever ordered at my home has been food. I've never used any of the grocery shopping services or anything like that. And, you know, whether it's food or Amazon, that's all I've ever done. So I was recently invited to participate in a collaboration with Walmart for their in-home services program. Now, Walmart, I love it to death. It's actually one of my main stores that I shop at just because, you know, pricing is great. But I don't love actually making the trip over there. It's not far, but it's always super crowded. And just going to Walmart makes me tired just to think about it. So I thought, you know, this is going to be my first time trying a delivery service. So I was super excited. So first of all, Walmart's in-home program. You get a 30-day free trial when you sign up. It's very easy. Just download the Walmart app, sign up for their delivery services. You can go to www.inhome.walmart.com and you can read up on the services and every, all the benefits that come with it. So you get a 30 day free trial after that it's 19.95 dollars 95 a month or $138 a year. There are no delivery fees. Tipping is not required, but I'm a a tipper, so I'm always going to tip. And you're going to take advantage of any of the sale prices that they have. It's actually operated by in-house Walmart employees. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.